Welcome to the Handbook Podcast. I'm Redbook Editor, Cheryl Kramer Kay. Every week I bring you useful tips, tricks, and advice to make your life just a little bit easier. This week I'm going to give you a couple of ways to stop those people who talk your ears off so you can get on with your life without hurting anyone's feelings. They talk your ear off, oblivious to your busy schedule. You'd do anything to shut them up, but how? With these three easy steps, you'll be able to handle any motor mouth so that you can get on with your day. Time is precious, as they say, which is why it's so incredibly frustrating when someone comes along and nonchalantly sucks it right out of your day. We're talking about the way too chatty friend, relative, coworker, or acquaintance who latches onto you when you bump into her at the supermarket, holds you hostage on the phone even when you've got a deadline at work, or unexpectedly drops by for a visit. The more she blathers on, the greater your desperation grows. Is there a way to stop her without being rude? Is it possible to prevent this from happening again in the future while you preserve your relationship with her? Yes, yes, and yes. Here's how. Stopping time suckers' monologues is your first order of business. Believe it or not, you can handle this task diplomatically. The first thing you'll need to do is gently but firmly interrupt her. When you're face-to-face, you can force a pause by holding up a finger or simply opening your mouth to give the signal that you're going to break in. On the phone, you may have to raise your voice slightly to get the conversational upper hand. Start with, excuse me, or okay, or you know. The next thing to do is immediately follow up with something positive. That unexpected interruption may throw her a bit, so be sure to soothe her with a few kind words. It's great to hear from you, or I'm so glad that you stopped by. Then deliver the excuse. But I only have about five minutes, or I'm expecting a call that I really have to take, or even I'm heading out for an appointment. Your excuse should have some basis in fact, if possible, since truth rolls off the tongue more easily. And remember that I've got a busy day or evening is hardly ever an outright lie. The second step in the process is redirecting the conversation. If the person on the other end of the line is someone you'd be happy to chat with at a better time, offer to reschedule your talk. Try saying, this is a great story, but can I call you back later to hear more? Or, can we get together next week? To take away any sting, follow through by setting a time to continue the conversation. Often, the person will demur with something like, no, that's all right, I was just about done, says relationship coach Jan Yeager. And if calls from a prattling client or coworker are eating up your time at the office, know this. Workplace studies have shown that the average incoming business call lasts 11 minutes, reports Julie Morgenstern, author of the upcoming book When Organizing Isn't Enough. But if the person leaves a message and you call her back, the same conversation shrinks to seven minutes. While you can't always let work calls go to voicemail, after all, that could be your boss on the line, You can get a windbag to cut to the chase by saying something simple but firm, like, Actually, I can't chat right now because I have a project due. What can I do for you? The last step in curtailing a jabberjaw? Do the future fend-off. 
If the long-winded conversationalist happens to be a good friend of yours, Morgan Stern suggests that you confront the matter head-on by saying something along the lines of, Look, I know it's frustrating. I never seem to have time to talk. I'm not really a phone person. I prefer getting together face-to-face. Or, It's easier for me to talk when I actually set aside the time to do it. Can we get something on the calendar? The message, you want to talk to her, but it can't just be anytime, anywhere. If all else fails, try gentle honesty. For example, say, I really like you and I don't know quite how to put this, but here it goes. I'm afraid to get into a conversation with you because you don't always seem to hear me when I say I can't talk, so we end up staying on the phone for more time than I have to spare. Or put the blame on yourself with, this isn't you, it's me followed with, I'm perpetually rushed, or I hate the telephone. Then explain what would work. The best way for me to talk is, then name your preference. I know, I know, these tips might seem like something you could never do. But this is a hard conversation for even the most assertive among us. If you don't initiate it, you can't continue to feel that it's all the other person's fault. A benefit of coming clean is that you may revitalize your friendship. Though we may try to hide it, Morgan Stern says, people can tell when we're focused on them and when we're not. By setting new ground rules, you can have conversations when you're ready to engage and give the person your full attention, which will make both of you feel good. I hear what you're thinking. I've rattled on for too long now. Why don't we make a date for next week's podcast? In the meantime, if you could use some help with a tough conversation, tell us about it. Send an email to sayanything at redbookmag.